Welcome to KD Time. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to another episode of KD Time, the sometimes weekly but mostly timely podcast for each and every podcast fan. I'm your host, KD, and on this podcast series, I bring all kinds of topics to the table, from discussing culture, movies, TV shows, music, sports, food, and of course, general nostalgia. Join in the fun, share, and subscribe wherever you are listening. Let me tell you about my best friend. She's a warm-hearted person who'll love me till the end. That's me, right? Yeah, one of few. In this episode, I think it's pretty obvious that I'll talk about best friends. And of course, I have one of my very good best friends on the show. That's me, Judy B. (laughs) Yes, that's you. And as well as you, I have a good handful that I call best friends and they're all different, all unique, all loving, and all the best group of gals, gal pals I can ask for. In this episode, I'm going to talk about best friends from animated movies and what better way to talk about best friends than to have one of mine on the show. Yeah, so we going to talk about it, not just you. This is true. <laughs> you said I. I did say I. So, which set of best friends do you think are top tier? Which set do you think are the real deal through thick and thin? They are best friends until the end. Yeah, like they still best friends today and forever. Forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever, like us. (laughs) So, we decided to start off with something simple like Chip and Dale. We recently saw the movie. Yes, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. They were so funny and cute. They are the kind of cartoon duo that others want to be. They are cute and smart, like you said, and had their own series for a good while. It was created by Bill Justice and showing up in 1943 in a short with Pluto and Private Pluto. Recently, a movie we just talked about was created, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, based on the TV show, and it was a decent movie. It was decent. Girl, it was spot on. It was amazing. We need more. We need more? We need a sequel? No. I just need more things to do things like that. Oh, like have a have a movie? Yeah, because it was like a reboot, kind of, but they also made it different. And it was just so... Mm, it just hit home, you know? Best friends do that to me. <laughs> These iconic duos do that. These iconic duos. So basically, obviously, this group of best friend duos are, we're going to do it based on the depth of friendship that they have. Mm -hmm. You typically wouldn't see one without the other. They were a packaged deal, just like us. Majority. Yeah. Yeah. Majority of movies (laughs) that portray best friends are typically the same, right? They'll, they show them really close in the beginning and then there's a fallout. They have a fight or whatever. Then at the end, they get right back to where they started from. Get right back to where they started from. 
but right here love can be strong we gotta get it right back to where we started from okay so i have a list here that we can talk about yeah and it's pretty easy so would you like to start uh do i just pick any of them we're going in this order you can pick any of them they're not in any particular order okay great then i'm gonna start with two of my faves mike and sully from monsters incorporated mike and sully mike wazowski yes mike wazowski and sullivan uh what is it sullivan b p i thought it was sullivan p something what is sullivan it sullivan p sherman no no, that's P. Sherman is from oh, P. That's Sherman from is Nemo. from Finding Nemo. Sullivan. Oh my goodness, Sullivan or that's Sullivan how... is last name. Sullivan oh my is goodness! His last wow. Name? Anyways, so I love Monsters Inc. and I love that they made a prequel, Monsters University. I think those were two awesome movies. They did a great job on both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike and Sully just—they crack me up. Yep. They even are roommates together like us. Yep. So I think that's hilarious. And they have a great dynamic at home, at work. They have a work life together. They, and then they have outside of work life together. And it's just so fun. They are just like us. They go to work. I mean, they don't, we worked together. That's how we met. We worked together. And now we live together. Yeah. Wow best friend his name is james p thank sullivan. you it was his last name i was right yeah yes. they you all hear the first here <laughs> i was right it was his last name and it was a p it was so p. it's james p sullivan yeah remember because I, I thought of his voice booming yeah his voice booming yeah in my head. yeah yeah so so yes mm-hmm. mike wazowski and james p sullivan they are a dynamic duo totally dynamic i like their friendship they're you know we even get to see a little bit more of it and how it kind of started at monsters university even though even though like there's some continuity errors because in the monsters inc movie they were talking about how they were friends since like birth almost right but maybe they were just being um exaggerate you know they were just exaggerating but when it came to the Monsters University, it said that they were first roommates in college, and then mm-hmm. they became best friends. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so great that we got a little background story on them, and then we were able to learn more about them. And yeah, they just are two pretty great guys. Two pretty pretty great guys for sure, mm. for sure. So I'm gonna say my favorite duo on this list. I think you know where I'm going with that one. Yep. All right. I thought so. Yeah, you did. So my favorite duo is Shrek and Donkey from the Shrek movies. Yeah. And with they them. They don't have full names. They don't. But that's <laughs> because Donkey's name is Donkey. And I don't know if, like, his he had a name and, like, Shrek and just they- kept calling him Donkey. <laughs> but Maybe he forgot he was, his original name. When he, was, when he was introduced to the show, his name was, like, he said, you know, my name is Donkey, I guess. So, Donkey is a donkey. Yeah. Call yourself what you are. There you go. There you go. It's busy. So, with Shrek and Donkey, they did not start off being best friends. No. But they... Donkey were... wore him down. <laughs> Let's I'm face wearing it. you down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. I mean, he was, just, he was just like, he was his little sidekick for a little while. And then it gradually... You know, 
became something more. And I yeah. think that that's that's a very beautiful thing with friendship because sometimes, like, because especially with Shrek, he was like, oh, I'm just angry guy and I love being alone. And then Donkey was like, look, there's more to life than being alone. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Donkey, I don't think he would have met Fiona. It's true. It wouldn't. He wouldn't have. He literally wouldn't have because Donkey's the one that like made him go on this whole adventure right. to end up meeting Fiona. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. That makes sense to me. It's true. Their friendship really grew and developed. Um, they started out really, really annoyed with each other. Well, it kind of reminds me of me and Rachel. We <laughs> used to know each other a lot, but she wore me down. She wore you down. And they were best friends. But I mean, like. Okay, I don't, I don't know that, Shrek, that 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 Donkey was annoyed by Shrek. Donkey was just kind of like doing his own thing and then had a buddy. Exactly. Like, okay, I'm going to be with you, you know? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, I get I get you. I get you. I get you. <laughs> Love you, Rach. You're great. <laughs> She'll be on the show very soon, actually. So Yeah. You'll got be her stateside. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your next one? Oh, my turn. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with two of some that I really, I enjoyed this, this movie and, oh my goodness, and its sequel, um, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh yeah. And Vanellope. Mm -hmm. So they were funny. Like they're kind of like that with Shrek and Donkey where they just, they weren't really like hopesthetic and then they're like, oh, we actually kind of need each other. So we'll become closer mm -hmm. and then they just made this beautiful thing you know mm -hmm. he helped her build the car he helped her he helped her she helped him i think that's really what these great friendships how they're able to weave into this greatness is mm -hmm. because they help each other they show that it's not one side right it's not and you know because there's lots of shows about friends groups and stuff and it's like well with that each person supposedly has their place in the friend group but with two people it's like you have to make it work and you both bring something to the table but you also both give something and get something from right. each other absolutely so i really like how ralph and vanelope worked well together in the and they helped they helped so many other characters too this is true like, yeah it's kind of like Shrek and Donkey actually the more I think about it because like they had all the fairy tale creatures mm -hmm. and then Vanellope and um, Ralph had all these creatures uh, had all these game characters from the game characters yeah and they helped them out and mm -hmm. freed them so yeah um I like that I like yeah. that you said that um I liked it so for my two cents on that I think it's pretty interesting that the first three duos there's like a really big guy and then there's a little person <laughs> as their friend. I didn't even realize we did that. I just realized it because but I was like, oh, I yeah, realized who sense. I want to talk about next on that. Well um, well you hold your horses. It's my turn. <laughs> but it makes me think of who we should talk about next. Well, I mean if yeah. we're going with that theme right now. <laughs> if we're going big with and that little theme, big and big no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was going to that to that next duo. <laughs> the next duo that I was going to talk about is Timon and Pumbaa. Ah, uh, yes, of exactly. Course. Yeah, Be they're they. I think mm. out of the entire group of best friends that we have on this list, they're probably hands down 
the greatest. They're, they have the most dynamic relationship where, you know, they're almost polar opposites. Like Timon yeah. is the brains. Timon, you know, <laughs> has the ideas. He has the plans. He, mm-hmm. he leads Pumbaa to, he never steers Pumbaa wrong. You know, like him and Pumbaa are, are hen- like, I don't, like Pinky I, I know and the that, Brain? <laughs> <laughs> no, not like Pinky and the Brain. But, like, the way that they interact, especially yeah. in the first movie, the, the Lion King, and then we get to see a little bit more of their relationship in The Lion King one and a half. Oh my gosh, that's you know, my absolute favorite Lion King movie. It's, it's you know, it's awesome because, like, okay, we see The Lion King one and a half. We understand how they became friends. And quick before the hyena comes, you know, like... Quick before the hyena Then... Comes. We see the Lion King, and they're just like, "Hey, we have this. I have this. We have this brilliant idea. Even though Pumbaa's the one that came up with the idea, let's get this guy on our side." Then you know, it's like it's like you know, trying to get the bully to be your friend, mm-hmm. and then and befriending the bully, and realizing that he's not just he's not a bully at all. It's mm-hmm. just nature, yeah, or, or whatever. Nature versus nurture, right? exactly but they raised the little cub so then he became their friend also can i just say that that (gasps) whole sequence in akuna matata simba's the only one that ages he's the only one that grows up visually timon and pumba stay the same well they weren't babies i know they weren't babies but wouldn't they like get a little older we're all getting a little bit older not really oh fine Okay. I mean, not not that I would think <laughs> animals age differently than people. Well, they age quickly at the beginning, and then that's kind of it. Uh, then you start to see the gray. I'm looking at you, Arthur. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's different uh-huh. over a, a, if, you know if they last that long. Yeah, over the course of their life, it's not like they get all wrinkly and depending on the animal, I guess. Elephants it get does pretty depend, wrinkly. It does depend on the animal. <sighs> Anyways, yep. they're hilarious. So Lion one and a half is the best. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen it before, stop what you're doing. Stop everything. Go watch that movie. Stop telling people to stop watching my sh- Stop listening to my okay, show. Okay, pause. They can pause okay, me no, or they can... Just do this then. Just oh write down that you should see it because it write is it a down. high suggestion. What if they're driving? Okay, so <laughs> like... Just watch it, okay? That's all I have to say. It's so great. <laughs> and speaking of big and little. Big. Sorry. Can you guess where I'm going to go? I think so. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Tom's the cat, right? Tom is the cat. And Jerry's the mouse. Jerry's the mouse. They are big and little. Because he's a also, tomcat. You get it? going on? Tomcat. What's with all these besties? Well, it's interesting because I only I added this movie to I added this, this duo to the list because of the fact that like even though Tom spends majority of his time chasing after Jerry and trying to catch him in everything that they're in. That's just their dynamic. That's their thing. That's their thing. And, you know, Tom nor Jerry, they, they don't talk, but they just communicate in a way of I'm trying to get you. And Jerry's like, you're not going to get me. A literal cat and mouse chase. It's a literal cat and mouse chase. And it's one of the best because, like, 
because Jerry's so smart. Jerry's a smart mouse, right? He yeah. he's able to evade all of Tom's tricks and and whatever. It kind of reminds me of the Roadrunner and what's that little meat meat the the the, the Roadrunner no the Roadrunner is the meat meat bird and the coyote, yeah. right? It reminds mm-hmm. me of yeah, that exactly. kind of relationship. Yeah, <laughs> where you know and and that's just that's just that's just it. it was, same thing with well, Sylvester and Tweety Bird. Also make such good unlikely friends is right, the ones yeah. that are literally animals that in the wild would should be against each other or in this case they are against each other but in a humorous way. And then in the movies they either become pals and end up joining forces mm-hmm. or they pretend to chase each other the whole time and make us laugh so it kind of works <laughs> it does and it for does these work. two they chose the latter and that's fine it's a very comedic funny the timing on it and yeah. just the creativity and the uniqueness mm-hmm. of the hand-drawn cartoons i know it blows so, my mind so every good. time i was just like i'll watch it and i'm just like but somebody had to draw every single movement that was just made yeah you know mm-hmm. like you scroll on Instagram these days and you watch reels after reels after reels and it's just people and they're just talking or videoing something or whatever. And it's like, where's the creativity? Mm-hmm. Where's the uniqueness? Are you, you calling know? people who reel non-unique? No, it's just a different type of work, mm. obviously. Yeah. But even movies nowadays are so, they're hard work. It's just a different type of work. Yeah, but that's, CGI is I mean, that's why is they've gotten longer now. because they can. Because <laughs> well, it's not hand-drawn. Yeah, but just, it's, it's CGI has helped a lot with drawing and trying to get things right. to look more realistic or easier. Right, which is also why I like that Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie. I'm going back to that again. Because you guys got to see it. It's just so funny. And they were able to use computers to add in characters as if they were still in set in their time and drawn like they used to be and things like that. It's, it's really, available it's just, on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's just so funny. If you have Disney Plus, you so, can watch it. Yes. Humor is a big win. Yeah. Especially for big and little characters. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think with Tom and Jerry... Like, like I said, their dynamic is just so, like, un. It's natural, you know, because a cat does chase a mouse most of the time, mm-hmm. and the fact that he never gets the mouse or the mouse is always like one step ahead of him is the unnatural part. It's like, how right. is that a thing? But then again, <laughs> I do Jerry's see smarter. I do see some reels where there are cats that are stumped by their prey. Like the latest video I saw was this tiger who's like walking through the water and then and he's looking at this duck and he's like i'm gonna get this duck i'm gonna get this duck and then the duck goes underwater and just like the cat the well i mean the tiger who is still a cat in all you know all respect of the word Mm -hmm. is like hold up where did the duck go and he's like looking around and he's just like he's so like flabbergasted he's like where did this duck just go you know yep. so anyway that's, a good, that's a good one that's a good one i think for my next pick i'm gonna go with spongebob squarepants and patrick star from the spongebob 
SquarePants movie. Now that mm. we're men, we can't do anything. Mm. Now that we're men, <laughs> I am invincible. We'll go to shit. No, <laughs> I can sing that song. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. It's a good song. That's a good song. song. Also, like the song at the end of the movie too. But um, with SpongeBob and, and Patrick, they're best friends from the very jump. Like we see that they're best friends from the TV show. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of things with each other. They're they're always like in each other's circles or like whatever SpongeBob. Whenever SpongeBob has a problem or needs help, Patrick is the one that's like, "Oh, SpongeBob, here, do this." You know, there's a few that I could pick out and be like, "These are some definite moments where you could see their true friendship." There are true moments when you can see their their true friendship. And in the movie specifically, because I chose we chose animated best friends from movies. Movies. In the movie, SpongeBob is like he looks like he, he wants to get promoted. And you just see Patrick flying in the air with with these with a flag in his butt crack. Just like, go SpongeBob. Like, he's so hyped <laughs> for his best friend. Yeah. That's the level of best friendship that I would want. Like, if I'm doing something or about, or I feel like I'm about to get promoted or even just like elevated to another level, I would want you or any of my other friends just like flying in the air, butt naked with, <laughs> <laughs> with a sign that says, go Kiki. Or like, you rock or something, you know, like something in there. Maybe you don't have to be butt naked because I mean, that's, I feel like I you try would get to support arrested. you to my fullest extent. You would get sense. arrested if you were But butt I don't naked. know how to fly and I would not fly through the air butt naked. You would get arrested. But in my own way, I could support you <laughs> to the fullest extent. Which would be what? I wouldn't I wanna know. <laughs> You'd wanna know? Well, I mean not right now. Maybe not right now. Wanna know. I want to know, can you show me strangers like me? Anyhow. Yes. So, yes, I would do the best best that I could. (laughs) I I try to do the best I can to support you and show my excitement for it. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm I'm not saying that you don't. I was just saying that, like, that level of... I don't think flying through the air (laughs) naked is... Appropriate way to that express level the support of best friendship. That is yeah. like top tier. Like he legit was in the air. I say air like they weren't in the water. <laughs> Obviously, SpongeBob and Patrick are water people. There, he's a star and he's a sponge. Yeah, sponges live in water. Everybody. So he's just like fish. Didn't he's, know. He's gliding through the air. <laughs> the My question is. Was SpongeBob like a house sponge or was he like a part of a coral sponge? It's that, okay, listen, like that actual listen, sea sponge. Listen, listen, and then he Linda, just happened. Listen, listen, listen. That has been a question since the inception of SpongeBob. Why right. does he look like a sponge? And the creators even made it a joke because there was an episode where like they were fighting with Sandy, Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, you know the things. squirrel that lives underwater. The squirrel that lives underwater. They were fighting. Totally real. So that's why I'm questioning the uh, conception of the sponge. <laughs> but in the episode, 
in the episode they were fighting they're like oh sea creatures are better than land creatures sea creatures are better than land creatures like sea creatures could do this and sea creatures could do that and then she was like there's one thing you can't do you can't come up to to the land and breathe fresh air and they were like yeah we can of course we can and then they go out (laughs) into the land and spongebob comes up as a house sponge he does not look like a coral sponge or whatever like he's sea sponge he doesn't look like a sea sponge he is a random sponge that just got dropped into the ocean and became animated i think he thinks he can walk and talk and wear clothes he's the, he's like yeah he's like i don't know because like he has his clothes and he has a pineapple that he lives in yeah so i don't know mm, i don't try to think confusing. too hard about the, the, the origin legit, story the legitimacy of spongebob <laughs> squarepants i just know that him and patrick star they're besties and they're, they're pretty they're great very too. tight best friends yeah they even had like best friend rings you know yeah like there's like he knew everything about him there's there's like an episode where spongebob knew that patrick would be up at like three in the morning or something to, yeah. to, to eat a sandwich or something he's like oh boy 3 a.m <laughs> Oh, I love that duo. They're so funny. They I are. wanna rock. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. My turn? Yes. Okay, fine. It's my turn. You've got a friend in me. Dun, dun, dun. You've got a friend in me. Dun, dun, dun. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. Across the hall. You just you. remember what your old pal <laughs> said, boy. You got a friend in me. I'm not a boy. Yeah, you <laughs> got a friend in me. What? I'm not a boy. Well, obviously, I'm talking about Toy Story. <laughs> I'm just messing because with you. Because these two <laughs> are where it's at, let me tell you. They're also the type of friends that weren't started out as frenemies. Frenemies, yeah. Grew stronger. But, you know, that happens. That does happen. It didn't necessarily happen to us. No. At least not for very long. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. Um, yeah, Buzz Lightyear really just stuck it to the man and came in and <laughs> screwed up Woody's plans. And then, dot, 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 spoiler alert, Woody decided... That he's just going to have to embrace Buzz because Buzz ain't going nowhere. Poor Buzz is delusional and needs a friend to just be by his side and help him out all the time through thick and thin. And he found that in Woody. For sure. There's no, do I need to say more? I mean, there's so many movies and they're all about them. Honestly. Well, if you think about it, the thing, the thing that got me, the thing that got me to where I was just like, okay, I can accept that they're best friends because for the majority of the movie, uh, you like you said, Buzz is like, I am a, a a space ranger. I am supposed to be saving the world from Emperor Zerg. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and Woody's like, you are a toy. Like you are a, a child's, child's plaything. You know, yep. we're not these huge things. Like what? And and to be frank, okay, in the movie, just be Keone. You don't need to be frank. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. In the in the movie, 
whenever Andy came around, Buzz would turn back into a toy. He'd be like, oh, can't let the human see me alive. So I'm like, if you thought you were a space ranger, wouldn't you still, like, interact as if you're not a toy? Because, like, his toy instincts told him to not move when he was in the presence of humans. Okay, but counterpoint. Counterpoint, it is. He thought he had to act like a toy for the boy, but could be a space ranger when the boy wasn't looking. I don't th- I don't think so. Because he was just like, oh, I gotta get off this planet. Because to him, pretending to be still and, and acting like a toy was the acting part. Yeah, but he didn't realize that he was a toy. He kept thinking that he wasn't a toy at all. Because it was all, that part was make-believe for him. I don't know, that's, that's just a a counterpoint it's not necessarily anybody's true or false but yes um there's some confusion there on whether buzz lightyear knew he was a toy or not so i just looked up that woody's actual name is sheriff sheriff woody pride i've never How heard him called that I've i wonder never where that came from that. i don't know that's wild to i me. don't know that sounds like false news well it's according to wikipedia oh uh, somebody made that up Somebody was like, I know what I'm going to do. This is going to be really funny. I'm going to put on here that his name is Sheriff Woody Pride and then see who notices. So whoever you are, we notice. (laughs) Okay. But the majority of the first movie, him and Buzz did not get along. Right. They they were very, like, they were frenemies. They were enemies. Yeah. First. Yeah. Enemies first frenemies because they were like okay we have to get out of the situation that we're in because we're stuck in sid's house yeah and then they became best friends because they finally accepted one another Mm -hmm. for who they are so like woody was like look man you know i understand that that andy gonna like another toy because that was his whole thing like he was just super jealous that he wasn't the favorite anymore and Buzz was like, oh, I am a toy. And now I have a friend that I could go through this toy life with. And boom, they're friends. And then they solve crimes and missions together. Mm-hmm. They do solve crimes? They, they no, there wasn't crimes. crimes. I mean, there was. They went Technically, on. there was a crime in the second movie because Woody got stolen. Adventures. <laughs> and then the third movie was just, I don't like to think about the third movie that much. It was like, it what was about weird. that fifth one? The, there's no fifth one yet. There's going to be, there's going to be a fifth one. But the fourth one had me bawling my eyes out. It's That's so- why I was like, I don't think we need a fifth one. I've already cried three other times for this for these movies. Yeah, four other times. I really like the original. I like the original too. Two had a good storyline going. Two did. I I enjoy the second one mm-hmm. because, like, they get to do more than be in andy's bedroom and there was a lot more scenery there's a lot more scenery they got and then they got to meet new characters Mm -hmm. like new talking characters because all of sid's toys couldn't talk (laughs) oh man they were messed up toys Those, those toys need to go get some help i don't the only thing i don't agree with i don't know if maybe this might be that maybe this might not be the right audience but the only thing i don't agree with for the first movie is the fact that they revealed themselves to Sid. Now that boy is traumatized. You know what I mean? Like mm, he was already kind of messed up. He was already kind of messed up, and he had the the cutest little sister, who also had her own issues. But 
I mean, like for the most Sorry. part, like they kind of, they kind of like, they kind of traumatized that boy. Now he's now he's supposed to be in therapy, which is interesting because in the third Maybe movie he's we a therapist. See, no, in the third movie he 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 drives the garbage truck and throws out trash. Oh, so he's the garbage man. He's the garbage man, but I think that if like if he saw a toy, he probably wouldn't look at the toy the same way as he used to, and he probably plays nice with them because he's just like I don't want to. I hope he learned that lesson. I don't want to deal with that. The was toy. the whole point, yeah, of the first movie. <laughs> All right, uh, you said Buzz Lightyear. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go a little sentimental here. I'm gonna yeah. go a little sentimental. Do it. And I'm going to talk about Todd and Copper from The Fox Aww. and the Hound. They are so cute as yeah. a little fox and a little puppy. Little puppy hound. And we don't... The, 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 the thing about... puppy. The thing about this movie is as when I watched it, because it came out... When, when did this movie come, come out? I'll the thing about this that. movie is that like... The two of them are, first of all, unlikely friends. Just like Shrek and Donkey, just like Tom and Jerry, they're unlikely friends. It's like, how did these two become in in one another's orbit? Just like Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope, right? So Todd Todd and Copper, they become friends because they, because Copper, like, is supposed to be a, a fox sniffing hound you know mm-hmm. and he's supposed he's he supposed to, he's supposed to find foxes for his owner yeah and like you know the movie came out in 1981 1981 and so like you know 10 plus years later when we're born we get to see this movie and when i was watching it i was like oh this is so cute like it went completely over my head in oh, the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that Copper was actually supposed to be finding Todd so that his owner can kill him and take his fur. And I was just like, oh heartbroken, you know? But watching it, I was just like, wow, these two are so cute. And the music and then the, the grandma who who took Todd in and was just like sort of raising him and then was like and then was like, okay, I can't raise you anymore. You're too old. You gotta go. Gotta go in the woods. That scene broke my heart. I cannot watch this movie without crying at that. Oh scene. no, definitely not. It's so sad. It's like she had to choose to leave him. You know, so and I'm just sad. like, but why? <laughs> why? Ah. Oh. So did you know they re-released it to theaters in 1988? No, I did not know that. Yeah. What happened to the 1981 it, version? In 1981, it was the 14th highest, again, Wikipedia is our source here, <laughs> 14th highest grossing inc- uh, film of the year and mm-hmm. earned $39.9 million in the United States. Wow. Yeah, but it got mixed reviews. Mm. They weren't really sure about it. Weren't really feeling it. <laughs> Nominated really for three it. awards and it won one. Yeah. And at the time of its release, it was the most expensive animated film produced to date, costing $12 million. Mm. It was re-released to theaters on March 25th, 1988, 
and then an intermediate follow-up, The Fox Noun 2, was released directly to DVD mm. on December 12, 2006. I didn't mm. know that it only went straight to DVD. Isn't that interesting? That is pretty interesting. The things you, the things you know, things you learn. Right? Because nowadays it's like, oh, is it going to go straight to streaming? Right. And I didn't even realize that they used to put things straight to DVD. I mean, I knew they did. Yeah. Because there's some movies that don't go to theater. I think, I think it was called direct to DVD, right? Yeah, I it says it directly to DVD. Okay. But I just didn't really, I guess I just, I never really thought about it. Mm. Like, I, okay, I've thought about it before, but I'm saying at this way. moment, I'm just like, wait. Yeah. Disney did that with a movie? They just put it to DVD? They didn't, they didn't put it in theaters, even though the first one mm-hmm. earned so much in theaters? Well, sometimes, like, interesting. like, sometimes with those kinds of movies, don't they do, like, a... A, uh, pre-screening and if it doesn't go well in the pre-screening then I would assume it goes straight to DVD after that. Probably. And they're like, oh, we did it anyway so let's sell it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I think I've seen The Fox and the Hound 2 but I don't remember it. I don't remember The Fox and the Hound 2. I remember the I remember the Fox and the Hound and I, I absolutely love the fact that even though they were, they were supposed to be sworn enemies like Tom and Jerry... Copper stood up for his friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he stood up for his friend, and he looked at he looked his owner in the eye, and he was like, "You are not killing my friend." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when I realized that that dogs are definitely trained to do certain things, obviously. But I mean, like I learned that as a kid is what I mean. Like I knew that dogs were very capable of being smart and doing things that an owner would want them to do like whether it's talent shows or hunting or they work for the police they work for some some dogs work for the disabled you know but like as a kid and i'm just like see dogs are good they stick yeah. up for their friends <laughs> well this song from fox and the hound you know yeah um why can't I? I just had the tune in my head, and then when I introduced the song, I took it out of my head. But either I way, mean, I, I, I really like the lyrics to this song. Best of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just the way that they, like, basically were like, hey guys, uh, you're not supposed to be friends, but we are friends. You totally are, so it works. I sometimes feel that way about us. It's like, we don't, we don't seem like we should be best friends, but we are because we come from such different backgrounds. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Such different backgrounds. This song relates to so much. (laughs) I mean, when we talk about the different pairs that are like, wait, why are they friends? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, obviously, for Fox and for for, uh, Todd and Copper, Copper, Mm -hmm. it's like, wait, why are they friends? friends? But then the song just, You're that's what, I mean, that's usually where the tears start rolling for me is when the song comes on. Oh, okay. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because it really just wraps up their whole friendship. It does. I just wish I knew how it went. I can't remember the tune exactly, but I can like, like it's in my head. I just can't get it out. I understand. Yeah. So I I'm not going to spend any more time trying to think of that, but you can look it up, guys. <laughs> it's a great song. It is a great song. Go ahead. It's my turn, my turn, my turn. Speaking of friends that are the best of friends. Yeah. 
Marty and Alex. So if you don't know this movie, this movie is Madagascar. Madagascar, or as my youngest brother Luke used to call it, Gascar. And he really liked that movie. Yeah. Came out in the 2000s. Uh, early 2000s. I don't know exactly, with, but. With this movie, the first thing that always pops into my head. Yeah. When it comes to thinking about Marty and Alex is that scene on the beach where they find each other again. Yeah. After, after everything that goes down. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Marty. Alex, Marty, <laughs> Alex, yes, Marty, Alex, <laughs> Marty. He's like, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> that scene cracks me up every single time because that is exactly yes the type of best friend. Like those are the, those are the types of relationships where it's like. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad you're okay. Now I'm going to kill you because of what the situation you put me in. Yeah, right. We see that so like, many times. Like, yay, we're back together again. Oh, wait a second. I'm mad at you. <laughs> right. Like, that happens in so many different situations. A lot of best friends, whether it's in TV shows or movies, a, a lot of the time, best friends will have that moment where they think they're doing or they know better. And then... And then it messes things up or like the, the scheme goes goes awry or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's just so interesting that, that that and how funny is it that Marty is a lion? No, Marty. Marty Marty's is a zebra. a zebra. And Alex is a lion and they're best friends. Yes, that's why I brought them in next because the fox and the hound. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, lion and the zebra again now these two duos are both around the same size as each other right yeah. at least as a puppy there yeah and yeah. so it's not like the other ones that have the larger and the smaller version of the friends yeah they're pretty much the same this size. is just <laughs> two people that are about two two animals that are about the same size that shouldn't be friends because they are complete enemies in the wildlife yeah in the real world yeah Mm-hmm. So yeah, Madagascar, great film. Great film. They made a couple so funny. Couple sequels to it. Not I'm not gonna say that they're great also. I don't know. I think this I think the second one was okay because we got to see a little bit more of Alex's background. But the third one with the clowns they just keep going with it. it. It's just, like wait, nah. what's happening? The penguins are pretty funny and then they did their own movie too. Oh yeah, the penguins are hilarious. But Alex and Marty, Marty and Alex. It's so weird how they became buddies and then basically helped others. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is a common theme in these films. Yeah. These these characters will pal up. Pal up. Partner up or rodeo up. And giddy up. <laughs> giddy up on their way to save more characters and it's really great how they do that yeah speaking of unlikely friends mm. i think i'm gonna go and talk about daffy duck and bugs bunny okay, okay. they are they are top tier frenemies like 
they are best friends, but if Bugs has a chance to clown Daffy, he will clown Daffy, you know? Yeah. And I think that, because, like, okay, in the TV shows, in Looney Tunes, we're always, we usually see them, you know, it's duck season. No, it's rabbit season. It's duck season. No, it's rabbit season. You know, they're always at odds because Daffy just thinks he's better than everyone. <laughs> and, and Elmer Fudd's trying to shoot him. And Elmer Fudd is just like, let me kill one of you so that I can feel like a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> but I I chose them. I chose them on the list because of their relationship in Space Jam. I really oh, love Space yeah. Jam. It's one of my favorite sports movies. Where it's like not, you know, it's it's just fun and cute. And they the original one with Michael Jordan, not the recent one with LeBron James. Even though that one was that one was okay. They did a decent like job. I think it was a it was an alright movie. But with the first one, we really get to see how Daffy and, and Bugs are just like they're like, Look, this is our job. We are just playing like we hate each other but we're actually really good friends and we need your help so that we can save our livelihood because the whole point of the movie is that this random alien from you know planet moron (laughs) (laughs) decides that he wants to have basketball stars and he wants to do this and he wants to do that and it's just like you know what why (laughs) Or he decides that he wants, no, what was it? They decide that they want to, the aliens want to be in Looney Tunes, and their Looney Tunes are like, nah, we're not going to do that. And then, and then, um, and then they go and take over some aliens. I mean, they go and take over some basketball players. No big deal. No big deal. They're like, what? We can do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Also, it has one of the best soundtracks. Like, this is my favorite soundtrack growing up. All the way from Fly Like an Eagle all the way down to Bugs Bunny's rap. Like, I listened to the entire (laughs) album so many times, so many times. And I love every single song. Of course, of course, the the Space Jam song, absolutely, first and foremost. But I love every song, you know? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. They are funny. And they are... I really, they they're enjoyable. Yeah, I love the Space Jam movie, I and uh, I I agree. I agree with your saying. They definitely have a great dynamic going, and are great friends. Depicted on TV. Here's your chance. Do your thing. Got the Space Jam. All right, all right. Come on and slam. I woke up to the jam. Come on and slam if you want to jam. Slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> so Bambi and Thumper in Bambi. Bambi! The movie Bambi. Bambi, Bambi, Bambi. Oh, wow. Like Shrek and Donkey. Bambi. Shrek was the name of the movie, and one of the friends was Shrek. Yeah. And interesting. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways. Back to the movie, Bambi. Yeah. Yeah. It came out a long time ago. Long, long time ago. And if you haven't seen it, then I'm not sure where you've been. Where you been? Where you going? <laughs> Are you what you doing? Because you're just repeating what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying. 1942. Unbelievable. It's rated G, and it's only an hour and ten minutes long. Easy peasy. 
it's shorter than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. I'm, we're trying not to make this over an hour. We just like to talk. Anyhow. Uh, Thumper is an adorable little rabbit, and Bambi becomes friends with Thumper in an unconventional way because Thumper starts laughing at Bambi. So I guess it's pretty <laughs> conventional for friends on TV, as we've seen. Yeah. They chuckle, they laugh with each other, mm-hmm. and, you know, one making fun of the other makes them bond. Yep. And then they're like, hey, we could be friends. We're both young, and mm-hmm. let's go be friends. Even yeah. though they're two random animals that you're like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And then people nowadays, like, will post a picture of a deer with a wild bunny near it. And they're like, look, it's Bambi and Thumper. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So they could be real life friends. They're not necessarily enemies because uh-huh. deer don't eat rabbit. And rabbit don't eat deer. So that would be, be like weird. really weird. <laughs> but so they're not, you know, enemies in real life. However, it's just kind of funny that they're friends in this movie. And they're really cute. Especially for a film that came out such a long time ago. Such a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, uh, I, I remember this movie as far as, like, I know I've seen it a couple times, but, like, mm-hmm. the thing that, the thing that, like, gets me about this movie is the fact that, like, we see life, you know? Yep. Like, Bambi is a baby he mm-hmm. doesn't know much about the world and then his mom gets killed you know yeah shot and like we don't really get to see him with a mom anymore like his mom gets killed like very early in the movie and then this great prince or this great like large deer larger deer male Shadow deer the male deer he comes and he's just like oh let me you know let me take you away from the area of where you got killed and short and sort of like or help you out a little bit. Where your mom was killed, I'm sorry. Yeah, you just and, said Bambi got killed. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. He doesn't get killed. <laughs> oh my gosh. But he you know, Bambi like sees the thing and he's just like, Oh, you know, he doesn't realize that that's his dad. Right. You know, but he's okay. still like, Okay, let's let's go and uh Let's go somewhere else. And with Bambi being separated from his mom, it's like, whoa, you know. Anyway, but the the unlikeliness of of Bambi and Thumper is like, he just just happens to see, or Thumper just happens to like see this this baby fawn trying to like walk walk on the ice and he's laughing at him. And he's just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, so he, he so Thumper kind of takes Bambi in and just like, look, I'll I'll teach you life. I'll teach you what you need to know, or whatever. We're gonna stay away from man. We're gonna do all this stuff. But he's he's essentially he's essentially like they're just they become friends after a traumatic experience. Like Bambi doesn't True. really know that his mom dies. He just knows that his mom never comes back, and that's yeah, he's waiting that's pretty sad. Forever. Yeah. And then they meet Flower, you know, Flower oh, the skunk. skunk. Oh my goodness, <laughs> so cute! I had this little like stuffed animal skunk when I was growing up. Really? That was in a keychain. Yeah. And I named it Flower. Oh my goodness, that's cute. That's yeah. cute. So, 
yeah, that's my thoughts on Bambi. I mean, like I said, it's an hour and change. It's an hour and change of a movie, like at best 70 minutes, but I think it's a cute story. And, and the fact that like Thumper and him, they grow up to Thumper and Bambi grow up together. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, they get together with other women. I mean, other women. Yeah. <laughs> they get together with their future wives and <laughs> and like have kids of their own. <laughs> yes, they do what animals do. They do what animals do. Yeah. Anyhow, so okay, the next duo that I'll talk about is Tommy and Chucky from the Rugrats movie. The Rugrats movie came out in the early 2000s. Or no. No, 1998. Oh, the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, this was our childhood 90s film right here. And I absolutely loved the movie. I loved the movie. I loved the concept. It was a great story. And it. I also like really liked the these series like I was a big fan of of watching the Rugrats my mom could tell you guys I loved watching the Rugrats I loved watching them little babies try and figure out life and the way that they would like mispronounce certain things or just like created names for things that were were sort of like the right thing but weren't like they're just like it's my 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 responsibility which was the responsibility and he in the movie he holds his father's pocket watch that has a picture of him and his new little brother. And in the movie, Tommy, right, he's he's been the only child for all his life. He's like almost one. And <laughs> all of his life <laughs> until he turned one. And or, you know, one or two. Like I think I he, mean he's talking and stuff, so he should be older. No, right? but he's talking to his friends. It's different. Oh, right. It's like it's like the toys in Toy Story. They they only talk to each other, but they don't talk to the humans that they interact with. <laughs> well, our great round resource of Wikipedia is not telling me how old he is. You're not going to find that out there. Anyway, no, so... I just told you I didn't find that out here. <laughs> so, Tommy, you know, in, the, in this movie, he's all excited. He's like, oh, my parents are so excited, and my mom is so big, and all that stuff, and... and um. Chucky's just like, uh, okay, yeah, you know, like, this seems interesting, guys, you know, and Chucky's, Chucky's actually older than them. He's, like, older than them by a year, so I feel like he's the one that's, like, one, and the rest of them are almost one, and Angelica's, like, three or four. She's three years old, I think. So, you know, so Chucky doesn't speak, (laughs) Chucky doesn't speak to his dad on like he doesn't use his actual words to talk to his dad until the second movie. Like these babies are legit babies. They only talk to themselves, but they talk in English and they don't talk in jibber jabber. Could you imagine if babies actually could talk to each other? I can in real words. I can. Then... They do understand each other in some form of way. Well, even though we're yeah. looking at them like, what in the world are you saying? Yeah. They talk to each other all the time. Like your your nieces and nephews. They talk to each other all the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know? But anyway, so in the Rugrats movie, what's the plot? Boom. Here we go. Tommy is like, oh, I'm so excited. And then he's like, wait a minute. What's happening? Oh, snap. There's a new baby. 
Oh yeah, snap! He's taking he's taking now. all of all of the attention from from like my parents. My parents are giving him all the attention. He cries. He's loud. And so then the babies, Phil and Lil, are just like, you know what? I've got a brilliant idea. Let's bring this baby back to the hospital. Yeah, and they take a bit. Put that baby back where it came from, where she'll help me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And their and and their whole way of going about it, they're just like, oh yeah, sure. Let's just drive the car, which is actually the the prototype of Reptar. Reptar that, wagon that's too built for a toy contest in Japan. Yeah, and. We'll just put him in there. We'll just take him back to the hospital. No big deal. No we got this. No big deal. They decide We're to do this. We and Chucky do it. is like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. So Chucky is always usually the, the um, what's it called? The rhyme of reason kind of thing. Like he's, yeah. he's like the logistics guy. He's like, listen, I don't think this is a good idea. I might be afraid of what's going to happen, but I'm telling you guys, this doesn't seem like the right thing. And they're just like, no, 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 it's fine. And then they just go. And then they're off, trying to find their way to the hospital. Chucky seems like the more level-headed character. He's a level-headed character because he's he's older and he kind of, like, understands. And he has a hard childhood. Out of all his friends, it's only him and his dad. And we don't get to see a whole lot of his dad interacting with other women or him interacting with a mom or his, even his own mom because of, because of the fact that she died while he was really young. Right. So in the second movie, they kind of dive into that and really teach us as viewers, like, this is something that happens, you know? Okay, so back to the friendship. So of back Tom to the friendship and, and Tommy and Chucky. In the movie, Tommy is like paying attention to his brother. He's like, oh, snap. We're out here. I got to take care of this thing before I take it back to the hospital, you know? Or like, he he wasn't really down for taking the baby to the hospital. It was all Phil and Lil's idea. Yeah. They were and, arguing with Phil and Lil. And either way, like, Chucky is sticking it out with Tommy the entire way. Like, he's just yeah. like, look, Tommy, you're my best friend, so wh- wherever you go, I'm going to go. But during the time period, like, Phil and Lil have each other. Then Tommy has his, his, his little brother, Dill. And Chucky just feels like the fifth wheel after that. He's Aww, just like, hold up. Chucky. He's like, listen, I came out here with you, but I thought it was a bad idea. It's still a bad idea. We're lost. And no. all you care about is the new baby. You don't even care about me and my friendship. Like, I was I was with the monkeys. Like, they took me away. Right. You know? And Chucky's like, it's always been me and you, Tommy. Like, what's going on? And Tommy's like, look, I have another, I have a brother now. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what this <laughs> thing is. I don't know. Put it back. Exactly, but their yeah. relationship goes beyond that. Like, yes, it's they do true, have yeah. a, they do have that one tiff, but they're obviously still gonna be really good friends because Chucky is the type of friend that will always stick up for Tommy and always be there for Tommy and always have his back, even though Tommy likes to go on adventures and try and like, because in the movie they sort of go on an adventure to get um a banana split that's in the fridge yeah so it's pretty cute it's like oh yeah let's let's try and get this banana split and then they realize that they needed another partner which would be dill at the end right and it helps it does and it makes it work yeah their friendship's cute and they're just babies they are just babies they have so much growing to do i wonder what they'd be like now 
Well, they have an all grown up series. Oh, maybe I don't wonder anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they have an all grown up series, so you know. They have an all grown up series, so you know it's it's you can see them as teenagers. Wow. All grown up, I really want to. Speaking of our childhood, up, I want the world Kim to know. Possible. Kim Possible. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. If you want to page me, it's okay. Whenever this is you the theme song episode. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. This is not the theme song episode. Doesn't it's about matter the best where, friends. Doesn't matter You're when. supposed to only sing best friend songs, not theme songs. I'll be. I'll be there for you till the very end. <laughs> Are you trying to prove that this is a theme? In danger or trouble. Oh, I I'm know there what I thought of. The double. You know that you always can call Kim Possible. So what's the sitch? So Kim Possible <laughs> and Ron Stoppable, <laughs> they are friends and they work together in these awesome comedy action adventure times to create solve problems. Yeah. So their movie is Kim Possible movie. So the drama. So the drama. The drama has begun. Um <laughs> <laughs> in this movie Kim ends up like realizing that she needs Ron for more than just a friend. It says that they he could be a potential date for junior prom, which really, uh, really brings her friendship to another level that she wasn't looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I love watching Kim Possible gro- growing up. Like, yeah. I, it was one of my favorite cartoon shows. I enjoyed the fact that there was a teenager who was also a cheerleader who also was really good in school. And on the side, she would fight bad guys. And she'd bring her adorable best friend, Ron Stoppable. Ron Stoppable. And, like, okay, so for me, like, watching watching the TV show, I never really put the two of them together as, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, which I did often for a lot of TV shows. Like, whether it was, t- whether it was animated or non-animated, if I saw chemistry between uh, uh two people i'll just be like oh i ship that i like that that's nice i can yeah. i can see that as a thing with ron and kim i did not see it until watching the movie and then i was just like oh this makes sense because in the in the series and the tv show yeah they were focused on like all kinds of different things mostly about beating bad guys like they weren't really focused on dating or anything like that like there was no you know i want i want to date you like ron didn't really express his affection for kim in the tv series but he did in the movie and i was just like oh okay i can see that like because obviously they've they've been friends since forever he's a guy guys usually have friend feelings for their friends you know and even if it didn't transpire to anything he was still always there for her and she finally realized that at the end of the movie. My why we put them on the list though was because the way that they just like he's like, I got your back, KP, you know, like he's mm-hmm. he's always 
there with her and he doesn't let her go on these adventures without backup like even though he's not the best backup that she could have like obviously if she had someone that was a little bit more agile and and flexible like she is and can like really fight or whatever it'd be a little bit different but the fact that she has him who's this comic relief who also has his own little best friend pet Mm -hmm. you know rufus that's that's right it's a mickey mole rat you know i thought that that was pretty cool and you know they're just they're a crime fighting duo how could you not love them (laughs) it's true you know how could you not yeah so they bring the friendship, they bring the action, adventure, crime okay. solving, good times. Good times. I agree. They're great friends. They are really great friends. All right. My final group, my final duo is my one of my favorite duos on this list. Is absolutely Scooby Doo and Shaggy. Oh. What's new Scooby Doo? I'm coming after you. You can solve the mystery. Oh, you can sing the other one. It's like Scooby Dooby Doo. Where, Where are, are you? you? You know. There's there's been quite a lot of uh, versions. Oh, versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of versions of the theme even song. Even just the drawings of oh, Scooby yeah. and Shaggy. They've ele- they've they've evolution. <laughs> I don't know. They've, they've, they've evolved so much. They've evolved, exactly. Mm-hmm. It started out as just a cartoon. It was it was a cartoon, and then it was a live action. But yeah, so Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. any movie, I would say the movie that came to my head when I put this, when I put this list together was Scooby-Doo in Zombie Island. I love that movie because <laughs> I watched you it. You know I have not seen that. I know you haven't. <laughs> and there was also one where like they meet there was like an alien movie as well. There was a few that I've seen but that's just cuz like it was on or something. <laughs> it wasn't cuz I intentionally went out seeking a Scooby-Doo adventure movie. Although they're not bad and they're not super scary, they just didn't appeal to me, I guess. Well, but the friendship did. The friendship did. So like in every TV show for Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, they're always together. They're inseparable. You know, they even had like series where they were young, like a pup named Scooby-Doo, you know, and mm-hmm. and Scooby's just so different from other dogs. First of all, he talks like even though he talks in Rut Rose and Raggy, <laughs> you know, he doesn't use any other type of uh, type of wording he just used the letter r in front of all of his things because he's like rough you know i'm gonna rough and rough to yeah but i chose i chose them as a best friend duo because like shaggy he seems like a loner you know what i mean like he's he might he might have been friends with velma daphne fred but as far as I could tell, like they might be a group that is good friends and like to solve crime, even though Shaggy and Scooby are always the ones that find the monster. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, Scooby and Shaggy are it. They are the best friends of that group. You know what I mean? So yeah. in the in the movies, in the zombie movie, <laughs> like they're the ones that figure out that the zombies are real. They're the ones that figure out 
you know that the place is haunted and just like think bad things are happening they're the ones that save everybody else in the end which typically happens majority of the time like i could recall that movie off the rip like it's just that's what it is but i i like i like them as a best friend duo because they always have each other's back they're always together they eat the same i still find it a little bit weird that's that shaggy eats scooby snacks but i kind of want to try scooby snacks because if he's eating scooby snacks then maybe they're not so bad but everybody else doesn't eat scooby snacks and whenever they think they do and every well everyone (laughs) like whenever scooby and shaggy eat scooby snacks they become a little bit more confident so Mm. what's in the scooby snacks exactly (laughs) Uh, it all boils down to what's in those scooby snacks maybe that's what gives them the power to solve the crimes but they don't solve the crime they just they just help progress the solving because velma actually solves the crime she like whips off their whips off the mask and it's just like and that's why this is dot 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 and because of this because of that because of this also enjoyed the fact that you know they're in a movie with live action as well they're in a live action movie it's true so i agree yeah Sven and no i mean shaggy <laughs> and shaggy scooby and shaggy does that kind of remind you of Ben and Kristoff? I mean, a little bit. But he Christoph, talks for the reindeer. That's what I was going to say. Kristoff talks for the reindeer. But Scooby talks for himself. Scooby does talk for himself. I mean, an honorable mention would be Kristoff and Sven. Because they're just really funny buddies. They are funny. And once again, Kristoff is a loner. Who just happens to know troll people. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then we also me. have Sid like, and Manny parents? from Ice Age. They're Another. pretty great, too. You talking about Manny, Diego, and Sid? Yeah. Okay. And Mowgli and Baloo. Yes. Those are good friends. Yep. And Lilo and Stitch. From Lilo and Stitch. So, yes. Yeah. There are many, there are many, many, many movies. And a many, many, many friend groups. But the 15th movie we chose was Mr. Incredible and Frozone from The Incredibles. Yes. So, in The Incredibles, if you don't know this crime-fighting action film (laughs) (laughs) about superheroes trying to hide their identity and still fight crime because Mr. Incredible just needs to fight, just needs to just have action in his life. Because he's a boring insurance agency. <laughs> yeah. So he gets his best friend Frozone involved. And of course they fight crime behind people's backs. And try and stop burglaries. And listen to the scanner. And totally what? can read each other's minds. Like they just know. They vibe. They can work together well as superheroes. And they work together well as friends. They help each other out with their kids. They can help each other out with their wives. Their relationships. And they just have a great bond that carries through the film and into the next one. Okay. Frozen does not have kids. No, but he helps. He does help. Mr. Incredible with his kids. That's what I mean. Bob with his kids. Yeah. I, I, I 
I agree with you on all those fronts. Like they've they've been friends for years. They're both superheroes. They both feel the need to like lie to their wives about their bowling <laughs> nights, the bowling club, <laughs> yeah. you know, and solving yeah. crime. But we talked. We I don't know if you mentioned that the reason why they have to go, you know, in hiding is because of the 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 issues that the cities were having right with you know people and and villains trying to like destroy the city all the time right so like you know no big deal which makes sense like (laughs) like i've said it before if i were in a marvel movie i would need like so much insurance you know what i mean like (laughs) because you never know when somebody's just gonna come barreling down the street in the city yeah with some big ass like destroyer thing yeah or whatever so yeah i also found that like in the incredibles you could sort of say that even though even though mr incredible and mrs incredible were married i would say that they're sort of best friends too like he he might have he might have had like a double life in a in a sense where he's just like I need to do something that more than my mundane life. Right. But like, but she's Elastigirl. She's Elastigirl. She gets it. And she gets it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He could talk to more about, but then there wouldn't be a movie, but he could have talked to her more about what was going on. Before I think he it got himself still have, into big I think trouble. still would have been a And movie. needed Elastigirl to save him. And then their he children. He did need Elastigirl to save him. Yeah. They're good friends too. I agree. Yeah. So those are the fifteen films plus some extras plus that some bonuses we had on our list. So true. So bestie, <laughs> you're my best friend. Da <laughs> to the end. Some some some. <laughs> we sang a lot. Anyhow, <laughs> I wanted to end. Wanted to close out with this. Isn't it interesting that how the majority of this list really has a lot of guy best friends mm. you know it has a lot of guy best friends we talked about tom and jerry bambi and thumper timon and pumper shrek and donkey mm-hmm. tommy and chucky todd and cop marty and alex buzz and woody spongebob and patrick mike and sully daffy and bugs you know scooby and shaggy and mr incredible and Frozo. wait so the only two females we mentioned was vanellope and with kim Ralph. possible and Kim Possible with Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was I looked it up, guys. Listen. Wait, is Thumper a girl or a boy? Thumper's a boy. Okay. And Bambi's a boy. Well, I know Bambi was a boy, but I'm Thumper's a boy. You don't remember in the scene where he like gets all he gets thumping because some girl touched his nose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Okay. So I just was like I believed you. I just I looked it up. I tried to look I looked and I was like, are there girls? Are there not girl best friends Depicted in on animated, animated movies? Like two girl best friends that just kind of do things together? And the answer is kind of no. Like there are girl best friends in TV shows like like Dar- Daria. Like she has a best friend. And uh, I had to think. Hmm. Um, Pepper Ann, she had a girl best friend and a guy best friend. Hmm. You know? Or, or, well, no, I can't even say Danny Phantom because Sam was the only girl in the guy, in the, guy, <laughs> in the two guy friend Well, I mean, trio. then they're sisters. 
yes, frozen. Their sister. They have Anna and Elsa are frozen sisters. Yeah, but they're not best friends. Like they become friends. They they become friends again. Like they were friends as kids, and then yeah, they got shut away from each other. Are they had issues, but they worked it out, and they were friends by the end of the movie. No, but I'm saying like yes, they were friends. Like with Anna and Elsa, Anna was like, I haven't seen my sister in person since we were kids. I spent this whole montage singing about do you want to build a snowman (laughs) and got shut out. So then when she finally saw her sister, it was awkward one. And then she's like, oh, let me bring this random stranger to you that because I love him and I want to marry him because I just met him five minutes ago. Yeah. And also was like, nah, sis, you're not doing that. I feel like she was just really nervous to see her sister for the first time in a long time. That's that's why why this happened with the stranger. That's why I don't think that, like in in the Frozen movie, they weren't really best friends, but they do become more of best friends in the second movie that's all i'm saying okay yeah again they're, but they're sisters first sisters first and foremost mm-hmm. best friends second mm-hmm. for everybody else they're not related and they're best men. friends and they're men <laughs> and most of them are men <laughs> but i was just like i mean i i i, I couldn't even that, think huh? i couldn't even say that like daphne and velma oh from scooby-doo yeah i can't even say that they're best friends because the way that the gang would usually split Daphne, Velma, and Fred would go off in one direction, and Scooby and Shaggy would go in a different direction. I mean, and then sometimes Velma was paired with Shaggy and Scooby, so... Yeah, true. I never really saw Velma and Shaggy... Velma and Dang. Daphne together hey guys, that if often. if you think of uh, animated females, powerhouse... That were in friends, a movie. That were in a movie together... Please let us know because we are really curious. I am very curious. How are we gonna solve this crime? I was just like not crime. Well, I guess it could be a crime. It's a crime that these two women are not our. We should it's create a... our own show. Yeah, our about animated, girl best friend. Our own animated series. And it's only or girl. a movie. And it whoa whoa whoa. There needs to be some guys in there so we could make fun of them. Well, yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> the best friends can only be girls. Yes, yes, yes. I get that. Okay. But it has to be animated. the ones that we mentioned were paired with a boy. I know. It has to be animated and it has to be a movie. Agreed. That's my only that's my only thing about it. I think it. that's great. So it's interesting that the, that we rarely saw in in any of the Scooby Doo movies or T V shows that the girls were paired off and the guys were paired off to figure out clues. It was just it was always paired off the same. It was like, All right, me and Velma and Daphne are gonna go this way. Chucky, you and Scooby go that way. In the next episode, I'll have a chat with one of my other best friends who's also Judy B's best friend. We mentioned her earlier. We mentioned her earlier. And she's going to come on to tell us about her experience in Africa. We sit down and we talk about her missionary work in Malawi. And we also talk about our friendship. It's a great episode, so stay tuned because that's next. Dude, do you have anything else to say? Uh, Guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> and go give your best friend a hug. Go give your best friend a hug, or just tell him that you love him, because we all need to hear that we love each other. I love you. I love you. Yeah. You're great. You're awesome. Okay, thanks. <laughs> As always, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Katie Time Podcast, and I'll catch you on the next one. Deuces. <laughs>